0: Our passion story shows us the vulnerability of God. The secular world doesn't get that. One contemporary skeptic calls the crucifix an obscene icon. Well, when I pray the rosary and kiss that obscene icon, I am kissing the vulnerability of God. Today's atheists are boring because they don't understand us well enough to disagree intelligently. But the father of 20th century atheism, Frederick Nietzsche, understood us perfectly well and found us appalling. He was appalled by the cross and despised our suffering God. For him, life was about dominating power He preferred Dionysius, a hard-drinking, libidinous, seducer of Ariadne, slayer of pirates, too strong to suffer. Nature's most powerful critique of Christianity was his last book, The Antichrist, in which he said, What is good? Everything that heightens the feeling of power the will to power, power itself. What is bad? Everything that is born of weakness. What is happiness? The feeling of growing power. The weak and the failures shall perish and they shall be given every possible assistance. What is more harmful than any vice? Active pity for all failures. Christianity. Nietzsche understood that God on the cross invests our vulnerability with something sacred. He said, God on the cross are the horrible secrets behind this symbol not yet understood. All that suffers, all that is nailed to the cross, is divine. All of us are nailed to the cross. We are all divine. Christianity has been the greatest misfortune of mankind so far. But sometimes the most passionate hatred masks a secret love. Four months after finishing the Antichrist, Nietzsche was committed to an insane asylum. Now, how did that happen? Some of his disciples refused to believe this story. Many of his biographers do. Nietzsche was in Tehran, resting up from writing the Antichrist. One day, he was walking along as he was walking along a street, he saw a draft horse collapse from exhaustion. Its owner began flogging the horse ruthlessly. Nietzsche who abhorred all morality, most of all compassion, betrayed himself. He rushed to the horse and threw himself across its body to take the flogging himself. Sobbing, he held the fallen horse. After that, he was never the same. Nietzsche spent the rest of his life in an insane asylum. Was he truly mad? Was it perhaps divine madness? Was he broken by a forbidden truth, then living into it? We know this. He signed his last lucid letter, the Crucified. Now, a god like Apollo, with perfect hair, face, and body, could star in movies while getting tenure at an Ivy League school on the side. But Jesus on the cross, what's that about? Nietzsche got it. All that suffers is divine. All of us are nailed to the cross. The truth is, life is risky. Sometimes it hurts. There is no vaccine for suffering. And that makes us all vulnerable. Samuel Taylor Coleridge called it the tears in the nature of things. I've shed them. So have you. Now many people have tried to explain those tears. But God didn't explain it. God didn't say we deserve it or it's for our own good. God didn't explain it. God joined us in it. God saw us on the cross and climbed on it with us. Jesus made grief and suffering the place where we meet each other and find God in the relational space between us. us. So if God is on the cross, Who else is there? The hungry, the addicted, Syrian earthquakes, earthquake victims, you, me. At the cross, divine compassion compels God to share our human vulnerability. And our mutual, mutual vulnerability compels our compassion for each other. That vulnerable compassion, that cross, is where we find God, the meaning and value of our lives.